0: Today on CityCast Boise, I'm talking Hot Springs 101 with our lead producer, Frankie Barnhill. We dive into gatekeeping, etiquette, vibe checks, and are people still skinny dipping? It's Tuesday, November 16th, 2022. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is CityCast Boise.
1: Frankie. Hi, Emma. I'm so excited to talk with you today about this. (laughs) Yeah, this is a
0: perfect subject. Uh, We're going to talk about Idaho Hot Springs. I don't know why we're known for potatoes. It should be Hot Springs. Oh, my
1: God. Okay, yeah, let's start a petition because I completely agree. We are so... Lucky, and if I could just nerd out for a second, because <laughs> um, if I have an opportunity to, I will. Um, I mean, I wasn't a geology major in college, but I feel like maybe I should have been because this stuff is so fascinating <laughs> to me. I mean, okay, so we have the most hot springs of any any state, so it really is a unique and special thing, and. Honestly, it could have not happened this way. There are so many things in our geological history that like had to come together perfectly for these hot springs. Okay, apparently there was this meteor uh, like 17 million years ago in Oregon. So that was step one, this meteor crashed into Oregon. <laughs> then of course, there had to be some volcanic activity mixed with also earthquakes and sliding plates and fault lines. Basically, it's like this perfect combination of those those things that have happened in our geological
0: history that have created so, so, so many hot springs in our state. I think there's over 130 of them. And We take it so for granted, but a lot of times when I've had comedians touring from other states, um, I used to take people up uh, on like a run that would go up through Sun Valley and Stanley. And I would always stop and take them to a couple hot springs and they would just be like, their minds would be blown. (laughs) They would just be like, what is this? What? And, uh, you know, I've been going since I was a kid. So you know, it's now it seems special. But when I was younger, I was always kind of just like, oh, this is just something we do all the time.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. When I first moved here, like 11 years ago, it was one of the first things I did was go to it was actually skinny dipper hot Springs, which maybe we'll talk about <laughs> later. R.I.P. Uh, but it was so cool because it's it's just such a grounding experience. I mean, literally. And, you know, you come up Upon them and there's this steam that's rising and depending on where you go, you have to
0: work for it. How do you feel about gatekeeping? What do you think? Are you a gatekeeper with your favorite springs or do you tell everybody?
1: I go back and forth with this so much because I do feel like, you know, gatekeeping a lot of times it can come from like a place of privilege. And, um, you know, there's a lot of just conversations that have to do with, well, I'm not, I'm not going to share my favorite spot, but I also understand the impulse, uh, especially recently in that like Idaho, we've been discovered. We know this uh, now and our favorite places, our favorite outdoor places, um, like 11 years ago when I would go to a hot spring. Not necessarily would it be packed, but you can basically expect that now um, no matter where you go. So I go back and forth. What about you? How do you feel about it? You know, I'm a gatekeeper. I didn't used <laughs> to are. be okay.
0: I didn't used to be but um, in recent years I've found that um, like I used to be like oh gosh you have to go to this place and you have to hike to this place right but now I find that I'm more and more like a wait to find out more about the person to find out if they're like the kind of person who's going to take care of that natural special place and if they are they'll be like hey you got to check out our favorite spots here's a couple of cool places otherwise I'm like yeah man enjoy the springs you know, have a great (laughs) time in Idaho City. It's really nice up there, you (laughs) know, and I'll steer them towards stuff that I know can't be trashed because it's not, it's uh, not a, you know, not a rustic spring. It's more of a maintained spot, uh, which I think is fine for people who are like, I don't want to pick up my trash. I think they're they're totally fine to maybe not be let in on all of our secret special spots.
1: Yeah, that's probably wise. Yep, it's kind of you gauge, okay, are you gonna be a jerk or are you gonna be cool?
0: <laughs> yeah, and you know, that has come about, like we were talking before uh, we started recording about, like that has come about because some of our favorite places have been trashed and closed. Like Skinny Dipper was a place. I mean, I spent most of my high school years uh, on the weekends and on the in evenings, like hopping up to Skinny Dipper. We went all the time. And it's closed now. You can't even go up there.
1: And now it's like destroyed. It's not even the hot yeah. spring anymore. I mean, so it's on BLM land. They shut it down in 2015, 2016. And there was some outcry from locals because it was like the closest place from Boise. It was so close. But that meant that it was insanely popular. And yeah, literally, it was it was a skinny dipper hot spring. Uh, the, name, the name said it all. So you knew what you were expecting when you'd go. But yikes, it got, it was bad. Like three people died at the site over years. I mean, and yeah, the, the sheriffs, they're just constantly being called like, I mean, everything from like domestic violence kind of things going on or, or, you know, any kind of like assaults and happening, sexual assaults, wildfires getting sparked. So there was a lot of trash, a lot of bad things happening there.
0: I saw a lot of weird things there, but I think the weirdest thing I ever saw there was uh, one time there was a guy who had a a grill in the the pool and he had a little floating table and he was grilling sausages and then like floating it around to share with people and you know wow. nude by the way. He was fully nude, grilling sausages, being like, anybody want a sausage? I was like, I'm good, oh, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> double entendre there. Yeah. There's just so a much lot happening up so at Skinny much. Dipper. Oh
1: my God. The visual of a grill. I can't get over
0: it on my grill in the pool. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh and that was Skinny Dipper. You know, you'd go up there, people would be definitely doing drugs and having sex, but also just trashing it and it would be pretty bad sometimes so and that's you know Kirkham as a kid that was one of our favorite springs it got closed in 2021 temporarily because uh the rangers found broken glass and needles and dirty diapers and just mountains of garbage and they had to close it which is you know there have been plenty of times this last couple years I've driven by Kirkham and um, as a small couple of pools it's small Usually like 40 50 people like 30 cars just packed in and like every time we drive by like oh well of course we're not stopping and I don't understand people who are like looks great hopping in let's make some Boise neighbor soup can't wait yep exactly (laughs) let me
1: just sidle in next to you (laughs) stranger and yeah Will you share, though? You've already mentioned Trinity's, one of your favorites. What are some of the others that you've you've really enjoyed?
0: Probably my top three, and this is like when I was a kid, we called fancy hot springs, <laughs> but it's just more like a pool. It's like a finished sure. hot springs. So Trinity is a gigantic long pool, which is lovely and uh, very deep, too, which not a lot of hot springs are. And that, I love it out there. There's cabins you can rent. That's up in Pine. Miracle, uh, which is in Hagerman, about an hour and a half from here. Uh, I cannot recommend Miracle enough. They have private little rooms. I've never been. You haven't been? Oh, no. it's kind heaven out there. And then Lava Hot Springs, which is a bit of a hoof from here. Uh, there's several different pools there. And there's little motels you can stay in and stuff. And it's just it's very, very cute. And the water is hot, hot, hot.
1: I um Gold Fork. That's a fave Gold Fork. That's uh, Donnelly area. I mean, the bougiest one, right? Yeah. The Springs
0: in Idaho City. Although I will say Gold Fork pretty, pretty cute, pretty bougie. Like When I want to impress somebody from out of state, I will definitely take them to Gold Fork just because it has those rock terraces and it's very outdoorsy. If I bring a friend from like L.A. or something, I always take them up there because they're like, whoa. But the spring's also very bougie. Very nice. Yes. Have you ever done like one of the private rooms? I have. And they're very nice. Um, I went for a bachelorette party. They they rented it and we soaked in there for a while. And yeah, very, very nice. Very cute. Just so insanely booked out. Every time I look, it's like, I want to go soak in a hot spring <laughs> six months from now. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Well, and if the Springs is booked, um, you know, sometimes we would pop over to Givens. Have you been to Givens? Mm-mm, no. Tell me about that one. I got to give Givens some love because when I was a kid, it was a bit of a dump, but they've cleaned it up quite a bit. It used to just be a giant pool and it was it was a little under repaired. But um, that's out in towards Melba. And just a great if you it's a great place to bring kids. You know, if you're going for like a calm adult soak, don't go to Givens for sure. But like <laughs> if you have a bunch of kids with you, that's a really good spot. Oh, OK. I'm going to give a little shout out, a little honorable mention to hot springs I accidentally found after I did a show in Idaho Falls one time. And somebody was like, oh, you got to go out to the high seas. Oh, and I there's a tiny family owned hot springs just outside of Idaho Falls. And just lovely and it's literally no one from out of town was there everybody was <laughs> like, oh I live on a farm down the road and like very local rural feel uh, and just wonderful pool wonderful and the water comes out really strong like from the ground right there it's like wow flowing hard and so you can stand like right where the water' coming out and it feels Ooh, really amazing that's cool that that sounds awesome okay I'm
1: gonna remember that one because yeah I haven't done much in Eastern Idaho. I've done like um, into Montana because there's that whole. What is it called? The Idaho Batholith. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, when I was doing my <laughs> geological research and learning more about this, and there's that whole section that's yeah around like chalice and through the bitteret. The bitteret lobe is what yeah. it's called. But I haven't done
0: like southern, southeast uh, Idaho at all. Yeah, it's funny you bring up chalice because I was asking my mom, you know, oh where did we go when we were kids? And she said, oh I don't know if you remember, we used to go just in between chalice and Salmon where I grew. Up. There was uh, an old man who had a farm and you would ha- park and hop his fence and he had a <laughs> pool that you were allowed to use. Oh, my gosh! And I have so many memories as wow. a kid of hopping that fence and going swimming with my family. And she said, whatever happened to that? And I was like, well, I'm sure he closed it. <laughs> you know, sure. That's it's a very different thing. When I was a kid, private land in Idaho, yeah. you were kind of allowed to like traipse around and like go on people's property. And that's a very different feel now. I don't recommend, obviously, Hopping anybody's fence and getting (laughs) Mm -mm. into their hot springs these days.
1: (laughs) Not recommended. Yeah. So let's talk rustic springs. Do you do a lot of that? Okay. Yeah. So these are the ones you have to work for a little bit more. Uh, Yes, I do. um, I had this, I think... I think we have the same book, Emma. Oh, we the, do. Uh, yes. Yeah. Complete Guide to Idaho Hot Springs. I'm holding it and flipping through it right now by Doug Roloff. Doug Roloff. I don't know how to say your name, Doug, but you A have given thank me thank you. <laughs> so many amazing recommendations. It's like it's just it's awesome. I would say yeah. like definitely my number one uh, resource that I go to because he's got like super detailed information like at mile marker 17, start to look for it and slow down and yeah, then you'll see a rock shaped yeah. like a
0: bear there'll be three <laughs> horses at the corner and yeah. <laughs> and he does ev- like he really hit everything in idaho i think like yes. he's literally like okay next to highway uh 21 off yes. of you know <laughs> arrow rock Dam road yes. you're gonna see a puddle <laughs> it's a foot <laughs> across and he really like hit every single one any favorites on those honestly his descriptions are my favorite yeah okay so I would say for the the
1: nearest that is it isn't actually much work at all, but it is a rustic one. Um, it's not built up or anything like that. Is uh, Pine Flats? Um, oh, off, I love Pine Flats. Yeah, off Highway 17. If I, I just want to get out of town, uh, but not do too much hiking, uh, but you know, take a little little nature walk really to get to it. It's a campground, so once you park at the campground, and then you start uh, making your way there. Uh, I don't know, maybe it takes 20 minutes or something like that to walk, depending on how fast of a walk you are, what the what the trail looks like at the time. Um, but then you just have that amazing view of the yeah. South Fork of the Payette. I have some of my favorite memories, honestly, have been at that
0: hot spring. It has gotten busier over the last few years, the last few yep. times, even in the winter when we stopped to go, there were a ton of people that like because sn- we would snowshoe in in the winter and other people started to pick up on that. And I was like, yes, Dang. And actually, that's a special spot for me. Alex and I had been uh, good friends for quite a while. And then we went up to that hot springs and we were sitting in there uh, skinny dipping naked. And I was like, Oh, crap. Am I in love with this guy? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, gosh. So (laughs) that's always been a special spot for us. And, you know, you can sit you can sit in the water. You can see the river. We sometimes see eagles and owls. So much wildlife. It's it's a really, really special spot. If we're telling you about it, don't trash it, Boise. I swear to God. I know. That is a really, really (laughs) special one, though. Yep. Okay. What about you? Um, I think for a rustic springs, one of my favorites has got to be Goldbug, which is up by Salmon. Oh, okay, It's a bit of a, a hike in as well. It's a couple of pools. It's uh, gorgeous, you know, just wooded area, just beautiful, a uh, little rough to get to in the winter, but that's probably one of my favorites. And then Bonneville. Have you been to Bonneville? Yes, I'm
1: so glad that I have been there because I feel like you, you're you more advanced than I am, I would say, um, but I have been to Va- Bonneville and it was so awesome. That was That's also a favorite. Favorite memory and kind of it, it, a little bit of work to get there, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, you you park, you can camp there, but and the springs are kind of spread out along the river there. In the winter, you do have to park down at the bottom and then snowshoe in, which is actually a real treat. It's very yes. nice, and the pools are hot. They very are hot. real hot,
1: and it's so rewarding, right? I mean, that's yeah. the whole thing. Like, especially in the winter, like you're getting kind of sweaty under all your layers, or maybe you're kind of cold, and then you get there, and hey, well, there's these amazing hot springs that are just waiting for you. And if yeah, if you're lucky enough to be there by yourself too, that's even more special.
0: Yeah, I really love to do. uh if you're brave enough, it feels great to go uh, Hot Springs River, Hot Springs River. Like, it's very, it feels great for oh your system. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Um, I don't know if you've ever been to Boat Box, which if you've been to no. Stanley, is just Mm-mm. north of Stanley, right off the road. Literally, you park right off the road. And, um there is a bathtub. Someone's a giant nice. tub, basically. Uh, Someone set up next to the river that fills with hot water, and it's not a bathtub, but it's a pretty large tub, and so you can fit like two or three people in there. Um, so if you see a car there, leave people alone. Don't don't you know wreck somebody's nice time. But if there's no car, you can just hop out, jump in, have a nice soak real quick, and that's a pretty hot one, also. Love that. Um,
1: have you ever been to the Bear Valley Hot Springs? There's like the main fork of the salmon in the Frank Church. So like oh
0: yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. That's that's a fave too. That um like camp at the campground and then uh, hike in a few miles. Um, that one's really special as well. And yeah, takes takes a little bit of effort.
0: Yeah, I really I really love that one. And I want to give a a little shout out to I I guess technically not a rustic springs, although I'm going to count it as one because. It's at quite a drive-in, and it's up Arrow Rock Road at Trend Springs Resort, which is just a tiny little <laughs> motel in the middle of oh, nowhere, but hmm. they have these lovely little rooms that you have a hot tub on your deck, basically, are hot springs on your deck, Wow. and you can see out on the river. They're very private.
1: Okay, I'm just curious, like, for things <laughs> that have gone wrong, uh, have you ever, like, gotten bitten by any of those little mites or anything like no. that?
0: I have lived in terror of the, what are yes. they called? Spider mites, red the spider spi- mites? Red spider yeah. mites, yes. I've lived in terror of those since I was a child because I was told <laughs> about them. I've never actually seen them. Um, I know they are a very real thing because I've, I've seen other people with bites and other people yeah. have encountered that. Um, if you do get to a hot springs, this is what I was taught as a child. Uh, you stick your hand in first and if you break the surface tension of the water, if there's mites, they will like skitter across. You will be able to see them. Yep. Um, and don't get in the water if they're there. They bite and they're they're terrible little things. So I've never gotten bit, but I've definitely seen people who have had the bites.
1: Yeah, same, same. I'm, I'm also very scared of them. So I'm being like paid close attention. But that's always always a bummer when you're like, oh, I got to this hot spring. And then it's like, damn it. Yeah. The mites are there. Can't, the mites, can't, yeah. Can't get in. Um, what about like you know, just showing up places. I mean, you have to just be aware of the temperature. Obviously, the pools like that's something yeah. for people to know who are new to it is like they're always changing. So you can go back to a hot spring that you're used to and it could be totally different um, the next time you're there. So always being extra cautious before you hop in to make sure that the temperature isn't too hot. Um, and, you know, trying to find the pool, it's the right the right temp for you. Yeah, definitely.
0: And also don't do a lot of maintenance. A lot Mm -hmm. of times, uh, unless you are an experienced hot springer and it's a spring you've visited many times, a lot of times I see people who uh, are clearly pretty fresh to Idaho or to the hot springs moving rocks around and digging holes and you can really really mess up a spring doing that yeah if it's if it's not somewhere that you're very familiar with don't bring a shovel please don't move the rocks around even if you're like oh I could make this deeper there are people who maintain and and keep the springs going and if they haven't made it deeper there's probably a good reason for that I mean I guess the big theme
1: is like Are our hot springs, are they a victim of their own success? Like we've, you know, made them so or they're so popular now that uh, can
0: we even enjoy them? Do you feel like you can? It's it's definitely gotten harder in the last couple of years. Uh, Recently, when I went to a Springs out uh, on the way to Atlanta, there was a big group of people that showed up and they like set up speakers and they were like, you know, they were partying, which I get I totally I understand that's what people want to do but I think when you show up to a springs you have to kind of like do a vibe check Yes. and if there are people already there you kind of like match their tone um, if people are already partying and I show up to a springs I'm like okay we're partying but if I show <laughs> if if I'm there and people show up and like we're quiet and we're just kind of having like a nice nature day uh it's a real bummer to have people show up and be like you know <laughs> driving ATVs around the parking lot and screaming and stuff um Like you said, they're such popular places, but I feel like in general, when you go to these places, it's sort of to like be in nature, to be quiet and be with yourself and relax. And I feel like people need to learn to really like respect that and also to respect capacity, you know, like the last time I was at Pine Flats, we there were a few cars we hiked over just to see what the deal was. And there were like seven to eight people in that pool. And I was like, Ooh, this fits Mm -mm. two people. This is a two person pool. So like respect the capacity. If you get somewhere, there's already people there going to have to wait your turn, going to have to sit totally and wait for a little bit. Yes. Uh, yes. If, if you're in a pool and people show up, you know, an hour to to two hours is like an hour and a half is like. You're done. It's not your turn yeah. anymore. Yeah.
1: Look at how pruny your fingers are, and maybe yeah. <laughs> you know move move along so that other people can enjoy it. I think yeah. that's real. That's a really good tip because I've definitely been in situations where either I'm there and a bunch of people just show up, but I'm like, I literally just got here five minutes ago, so yeah. I'm gonna be here for a little bit longer. And you know, communicating with them, be like, hey,
0: just got here, so give me like 20 more minutes at least, please. One of the cool things to me about growing up in Idaho was that like. You know, I can think of times where I was in one of the bigger pools as a kid and there were uh, there was a whole bunch of people there and everybody was from like very different walks of life. And there's like this very communal, at- which I feel like has somewhat been lost a little bit. Like, yeah, there was a, a communal diminished. atmosphere. And mm-hmm. People were there for the same reason. Everybody's relaxed. You know, like I-, I miss kind of those days of just a bunch of, you know, people getting together and having a soak.
1: Yeah. And the kind of uh, everybody's on the
0: same page, pack it in, pack it out, leave the place better than wh-
1: what you what yes. you arrived
0: in. Uh, yeah. When I was uh, looking at researching like why they closed Kirkham, that was a huge piece of it mm-hmm. was the trash. And you just need to take your trash with you. It's not a huge ask to be like, to be like, bring a bag with you, take whatever you bring, right. pack it back out, throw it away when you get home. Like, we wouldn't be having 90% of the problems we're talking about with these hot springs if people would just be like, I am responsible for my own garbage. It's Agreed. a very small ask. Yeah. And also, I wanted to bring up because the last time um, I, I was in a bigger hot springs, um, somebody had brought bath bombs. What? Yes, I know. I would I, never
1: think, never. Why? I am not would like you the most that?
0: confrontational person, but I was like, oh, yo, yo, you cannot put that in the water. Like, do not put that in the water. Wow. Um, And I think people think of it as a bathtub and it definitely isn't. You can't Uh -uh. bring shampoo. You can't bring... Soap, no bath bombs, no bath oils, um, even stuff that says it's biodegradable is still really bad for the ecosystem. And yeah, that uh, is bad bold. T- and yeah, a so don't bad do that. Idea. Don't bring any of that. Just <laughs> enjoy the water.
1: <laughs> yes, just smell sulfuric. You know, like yeah. just just take in the minerals. And yes, <laughs> it stinks. That's part of the yes, charm. It so. <laughs> is. Yes, go home, take a shower, but yeah, enjoy the fact that you're yeah experiencing something that's honestly totally unique to Idaho and
0: so special. Yeah. So special. I think we should do a group trip to Hot Springs. This is obviously for morale. <laughs> yes, I think so. We're going to have to book. Uh, maybe
1: we'll do the bougie. We'll do the springs and we'll like yeah. have, you know, sipping on some nice some nice drinks too around
0: the pool. <laughs> that sounds perfect. Well, thank you, Frankie. This was such fun. Thanks, Emma. And before you go, the Idaho Capital Sun is reporting that Idaho has had its first flu death of the year. Idaho reported an average of 45 flu-related deaths in recent years, mostly older adults. Public health experts are urging Idahoans to get their annual flu shot, which is available to anyone over six months old. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend? Leave us a review and don't forget to subscribe to our fantastic newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye.